You're listening to the Musical Ear podcast, where musicians from all backgrounds learn to play music by ear. My name's Julian Bradley, I have a master's degree in music, and I want to guide you through the same steps as I went through to succeed at ear training. Now, if you're new to the podcast, it's important for you to know that I teach all ear training within the same key, which means that we transcribe every song in the same key and we ignore the keys of the original songs. So I call this fixed key learning. And by taking this approach, you'll learn to spot the common melodic shapes and the common chord progressions quickly and easily. It removes the distraction of constantly changing keys, which is what stops most musicians from learning to play music by ear and keeps them confused in general when it comes to music theory. So throughout this podcast and all of my ear training teaching, we will be transcribing every song in the key of C minor, which is the same key as E flat major. So C minor, E flat major. Okay, we're doing Terminator. So within our key of C minor, let's focus on the melody. What are these intervals? What's the ending note? What do you think this note is? It's the root. Very, very normal for melodies to end on the root, the tonic. Different words for the root. Yes, it's C. So whatever key you're in, it's quite likely that the melody might just find its way back to the root because the root is the most resolved note of all. It's not like it's the composer's goal to end on the root. It's just there are these tension notes that resolve certain ways. And if you give them enough time, they any note wants to make its way back to the root, which is C. So the most likely note that a melody is going to end on is going to be the root. This melody ends on the root. So if we go back a few notes, can you tell me what the last three notes are? This is a C. That's it, everyone's got it. E flat, C, E flat, D, C. We didn't even have to figure out the intervals because we know where we are within the key, we identified the root, and we know what the notes of C minor scale are, so we don't have to, we don't even have to consider if it's an E natural or a D flat, because those notes aren't, those notes aren't within our key. We know what key we're in, we're in C minor. So three, one, three, two, one is gonna be E flat within our key, C, E flat, D, C. So that's the end of the melody figured out. Often when you're transcribing a song, you're not necessarily starting, you know, sometimes you figure out halfway through the melody, so you just figure out the end part, and then you have to go back. And um, let, let's now go to the beginning of the melody, so it ends. How about these notes? What notes do you think these are?
Does it sound a bit like the ending? It's the same three notes, yes, one, two, three, within our key. The, the composer starts just up an octave. Yeah, this is, this is the Terminator theme, if you're just joining me right now. C, C, D, E flat. It's also common for melodies to start on the root. So that's what this melody does, you know. Us composers, we're just humans, we're not that creative often. We're just, you know, sometimes we just think of our scales starting from the root. So it's very common for composers to just start their melodies on the root. It's the most likely note that a melody is going to start on. This melody starts on C, runs up notes in the scale, C, D, E flat. How about this part? What are these two notes? Wow, people are doing a good job here. Well, this is a repeated note, we just heard it a second ago. C, D, E flat, D. Yes, two, seven, D, B flat, C, D, E flat, D, B flat. This one's tricky, this is a big leap. How would I identify this note? Personally, I don't like identifying big intervals, and there's always a way not to have to identify a big interval, especially when they're descending. This is tricky if you're gonna try and identify this note descending. It's a big interval. The way that I would do it is I'd use some logic. So I know how chords work, and first of all, can you tell me what chord I'm playing? Again, it's going to be the most logical chord choice. It's the root chord of our, of our key, it's C minor. So chords and melody are related. It's not like there's going to be a C minor chord played here and the composer's just going to play an A flat. Very unlikely. It's unlikely that the composer's going to jump down to an F. And why? Because C mi a C minor chord doesn't contain these notes in them. And usually, composers choose chords which have the notes of the melody contained in them. So, that means that there are certain logical notes that this might have gone to. And it's going to be the chordal tones of this chord. So it could be a C, it could be an E flat, or it could be a G. Those would be the logical guesses. Which of those three notes do you think it is? Well, I'll tell you the answer. The answer is E flat. A lot of people already guessed it. C, D, E flat, D, B flat, E flat. So that's E flat. And then we have repeated notes. Which note is this?
people saying G, you're absolutely correct. Bit of theory as to why it would be a G, well, very logical for composers to jump up from the root to the fifth. The root and the fifth are these sort of pillars within the scale, and any time a melody jumps up or down, it's quite likely to have jumped to the root or the fifth, especially if it's by a big leap, which this is. So the root and the fifth are these very stable pillars within the key. So anytime a melody makes a big leap to a note, it's often going to be to the fifth or the root. G, which note is this? It's gone down a step within our key that's going to be it's not going to be F flat because is is F flat in our key? F flat is not in our key. But G, so F flat is an E natural, but G F, so it's gone to G, G to F. Repeated notes, C, D, E flat. We're not having to figure these out from scratch. We, we've already figured these notes out. So now we've done the hard part. We've figured out the first few notes and now there's gonna be lots of repetition of these notes. So we're gonna get a lot of mileage from the work we've done. the ending E flat D C so if we we can work backwards and figure out what that ending was we know that this note is an E flat so even though there was a big leap we don't have to figure out the the descending interval because it was a big leap as I said there's almost always a way to figure it out. Actually, there's always a way to figure out what note it is without figuring out a big descending interval. And in this case, we know that it goes down a step to E flat. So if we work backwards, this note is an F. Now, if you have a musician friend who you think would also enjoy the Musical Ear podcast, I'd really appreciate if you could share it with them. All they need to do is search for the Musical Ear podcast, and they can search for it either on iTunes or on Google. Thank you so much for your help. Thank you for supporting the show. And we're going to go back to the piano. Let's tackle the chords. Let's start with the ending chords. focused on the chords. What do you think these three chords are at the end? Great answers coming in. Well, what's the most logical ending chord? A lot of songs end on the one chord. A lot of songs start on the one chord. I'd say 90 plus percent of songs are going to start and end on the root chord. 
So this, this piece does that, it ends on C minor, the root chord. So if you know that this is C minor, listen to the bass line and how is it preceded. steps. Go, so within our key it's going to be C, A flat, B flat, C. Which chords are those bass notes going to indicate above? The bass line plays the root of the chord above in virtually all chords, 99.99% of chords. Chord inversion is very rare, even though you'll get taught it in music class. It's actually very rarely used. So this is a, a flat would be A flat major within our key of C minor. B flat would be B flat major. Again, we're seeing the same chords coming up. And then C would be C minor. So of these first two songs that we've transcribed, we're already starting to see these common shapes. So we've got this common shape of a chord progression. So remember in the end that we just transcribed first. with the same chords. Sound familiar? And this is just one of several common shapes within music. And this is how transcribing works. When you do it all in the same key, you really start to spot these common shapes very quickly. So already in this session, we've just spotted another common shape. It's a common shape in the chords, although it's also a common shape of the bass line because chords and bass line are related. The bass line virtually always plays the root of the chord above. So when I talk about common shapes in chords, a big part of it is the bass line interval pattern. This is two whole steps in the bass line. Anytime you hear this pattern, it's going to be these three chords. It's going to be C minor, B flat major, A flat major, B flat major within our key of C minor. Or you can think of it as the one chord of the minor scale, the seven chord, and the six chord. Now, if you enjoy this sort of ear training and you want more, I'd like to invite you to watch my free ear training video series over at themusicalear.com. You can sign up for free and you'll receive four videos by email from me over the next few days. To sign up for free, go to themusicalear.com forward slash podcast. That's it for this one. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>